0: You are listening to sermons from the pulpit of the Bible Baptist Church in Marysville, California. We hope you will be blessed as you listen to another practical message. A mindset that we are looking heavenward and telling God, Happy Father's Day, Uh, that our our hearts aren't just tied up down here, Um, but looking heavenward, God has been so good to us. I was intending to preach a Father's Day message this morning, and uh, we started eight weeks ago. Today is the eighth week that we have been in a series on under attack. And so uh, I am going to continue the series this morning, and tonight I will preach a Father's Day message dealing with dads. Uh, But with that, uh, dads, all of us are under attack. And this applies to everyone regardless uh, of where we are at. And so last week we started uh, this uh, message under attack. Part one was mental health. You know, our mental stability is under attack. It is under attack. There is so much that is trying to discourage There's so much that's trying to distract us from things that are vital and important to getting off track and all of these other dramas in life. You know, when we stop and we look back A hundred years ago, and you read stories, and you you think about what it was like on a farm, and you sort of think about the little house on the prairie scenario. And uh, they'd get up, and uh, everybody had a job, and they'd go to work, and then they the kids would go to school, and they'd come home, and they go back to work, and uh, there wasn't a whole lot of interaction with people, and life was a lot simpler. Now we not only know so many people, we're friends with people we don't even know. We spend time connecting and hearing the drama of things that are going on in people's lives all around us that we allow to infiltrate our mind and our heart. And it's destructive. It's destructive. It's injurious. We are purposefully getting involved in things that, hit, that, that hurt our mental well-being and then we wonder why we're in a mess. You know, you go to the doctor and tell them you're, you're not feeling well or you're a little bit discouraged and you're going to walk out with about three or four prescriptions. And I'm not saying that all prescriptions are bad, just 99% of them. But at the same time, we put ourselves in that bad spot. And so often, the problems that we face are self-inflicted and we enter in and engage in areas that create so many strifes, so many fears, and here as we look at being under attack, we have a devil who wants to destroy us. God said, be sober, be vigilant, for your adversary the devil as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. He not only wants to hurt you, he wants to devour you, he wants to destroy you. He wants to remove the very essence that you ever existed. When someone is devoured, there's there's nothing left, and the devil wants to destroy us. So as we're in this series uh, this morning, I uh, last week we got through the introduction and uh, part of the uh, didn't even get to the first point of the message. Uh, but Second Timothy one seven, for God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Now that word "sound" there is a word; it's only used one time in the Bible, uh, and it means self discipline. God is saying, I have given you a self-disciplined mind. Now, parents, just think about this. We have rules in the home, don't we? I hope. I hope everybody has rules in their home. And we have rules in the home, and there's an expectation that the kids are going to follow the rules. But you having the rules doesn't mean that they're going to follow them. And just like God has given us not the spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind, it does not mean that we are going to avail ourselves of that sound mind that is offered. The ability to have it is there. But whether we grab a hold of it is something different. The work ethics that we teach our kids, the, the, the uh, morals, the things that we are trying to teach them so they can be a good, productive member of society, so they can enjoy the blessings of life, so they can be the, the person that God has created them to be. Uh, we, we endeavor to teach, but it doesn't mean that everybody's going to grab a hold of it. We endeavor to hand our faith off but not everybody grabs a hold of it. You see, it is an individual decision that we make. And so this morning we're going to be on part two of uh, Under Attack Mental Health. Father, I pray that you'd bless now this morning. Uh, next, Use the next few moments to be a help and a blessing to each of us here. I pray that you would uh, give us insight, give us some tools that will, will help us as we endeavor to, to have the mind that you have offered to us. Uh, Lord, you said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Uh, we see that there was a mind that you had, and you offered us the opportunity to have that. I pray that that would be the case this morning so bless now each person for christ's sake we pray amen as we look at this and we think about it uh, we have an opportunity to be able to have this sound mind to have this ability to see and to think the way that the lord would want us uh, to think Uh, we saw last week that uh, satan steals mental health we saw last week that god gives a sound mind he gives a sound mind Uh, i didn't get into the illustration but years ago uh, when i was still a teenager we had a man walk into our church when i was up in washington and this man walked in and he was scattered i mean to tell you he was he was so scattered you go to talk to him and he was in his mid 30s and you go to talk to him and all of a sudden he would be he would jump from one conversation to the next conversation to a next topic and i mean within about 40 words, you were on four different conversations. I mean, he was just everywhere. And his name was Tony. And Brother Tony, uh, he had just gotten out of a mental institution. He had been in the occult. And he had been committed to a mental institution uh, for seven years. And this guy's mind was shot. And this man, he had gotten saved. And he came into the church. And he was he was hungry, I mean, he was just hungry. And what was happening, uh, the, uh, one of the assistant pastors really started investing in this man, and, and as he did so, uh, this man uh, got into listening to the preaching and got into listening to the Bible. Uh, do you remember Alexander Scorby? Is anybody old enough to remember Alexander Scorby? Uh, this was back when uh, you, would, you could get the Bible on record and then it went high tech and it went to, uh, to cassettes. And it was the Old Testament in 43 cassettes. It was the New Testament in 22 cassettes. You had these two big albums that you'd carry around and you'd listen to these tapes. And it was just this older man that had just this monotone voice. He never went up, he never went down. It was just this reading of the Bible. There was no dramatization to it. There was no background music or noise. Uh, and, and he would just read the Bible. Now, Brother Tony started listening to the Bible. And God gave him his mind back. It was amazing what the devil did through drugs, what the devil did through the occult. God gave him his mind back. Years later, the church started a Christian school. And Brother Tony came in, and he was teaching the higher maths. God gave him his his mind back. You know, uh, he the devil wants to steal a sound mind, but God will restore a mind. He can give that mind back. I'm so thankful for that. But we, as as individuals, we have to recognize that there are decisions that we make that we have to choose to have this sound mind. You think about Mark chapter 5 and verse 15. They came to Jesus and see him that was possessed with the devil and had the legion sitting and clothed and in his right mind. And they were afraid. What do we find? We have a man that had been possessed in Mark chapter 5 and the Lord heals him and in the healing process we found that God gave him instantaneously a sound mind what a blessing But God wants us to have a sound mind. Now, he wants us to be able to not have that spirit of fear. He wants us to have a spirit of love and of power and of a sound mind. And that is what God's plan is. He doesn't want us to be fearful. There is so much that the devil does to try to grab a hold of our minds and get us fearful. So what can we do? There there are different things that I think we can do, but this morning I'm going to just give you 23 things of what we can do in the next hour and a half, uh, what we can do to have a sound mind. Number one, turn off the news. Turn off the news. I'm not saying don't have, don't have some news of what's going on in the world, but we listen to so much news, we are inundated. Uh, good news does not sell. The news agency are not putting out the good things that are happening. Let me tell you something. There are some good things that are happening in this world. There are some good people in this world. There are some wonderful stories of things that happen. But you know what? We're not hearing about them. You know, all we hear is we hear about a shooting. Uh, We hear about an abuse. We hear about a misfortune. All we hear is negative, 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 negative. You know what that does to our mind, to our psyche? It brings It brings confusion, it brings uncertainty, it brings fear, it brings fear. It brings anxiety. The amount of anxiety that you hear. Uh, Deb was telling me just uh, this, yesterday morning, uh, there was a, a man that was watering the lawn, his lawn and five guys came up and jumped him. And now he's, he's in the hospital trying to hang on for his life. He's, they've already had to take it, his eye out. His entire facial structure is completely destroyed. Totally unprovoked. You know what, you read about stories like that, you're looking over your back all the time. I'm not going to my front yard. Man, I gotta worry about my neighbor. What are some things that we can do if we find ourselves getting anxious? Cut back the news, cut back the news. The reality is, if you know what's going on, what are you going to do to fix it? What can you do? There isn't anything you can do. There's a race riot in another city, what can you do about it? There was a police shooting, what can you do about it? There was a market fall, what are you gonna, there are so many things that are happening all the time and it just builds this anxiety up inside us and pretty soon we are just this, this basket full of uh, of, of, of uh, just wire, bare wires that are just short circuiting all over the place and it's just a, uh, it's an unfortunate thing. So we need to turn back, cut back the news. Uh, Most of it's bad. Number two, what can I do to help my mental health? Turn off the social media. Turn it off. Just take a break from it. Now, am I saying you can't ever have it again? No, I'm just saying if you are finding yourself being anxious and you're finding yourself getting stressed out, turn it off. Why, why feed that, that, air, that, that anxiousness in your, in your own life? Why feed that, that uh, fear that's there? What are we doing? We are, we are building an area uh, that's creating a problem in our life. And if I already am feeling uh, fearful or I'm feeling anxiety or I'm getting stressed out or I'm getting mad at everybody, turn it off. We don't need to be a part of everybody's drama. You don't have to be. It's a choice. You don't have to answer everybody's text. Somebody will get upset. That's a, the, the reality is you have to keep your heart. The Bible says in Proverbs 4, 23, keep thy heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. I can't control anybody else, but I gotta guard my heart. And if I am not guarding my heart, I am gonna find that I am gonna be sidetracked. I am gonna be derailed in my own life. So what can I do? Uh, I need to, maybe I need to just shut off the social media, turn it off. Who cares who had what for dinner? You know, who cares? Somebody's animal died. I'm sorry. But I don't need to bring everybody else's hurt and injury into my life. There are too many people. There are too many problems. Just stop and think about the 140, 50 people that are here this morning. You know, if I allowed everybody's problems to become my problem, I couldn't help anybody. You know, every one of us have drama. I have drama. I'm married. (laughs) Uh, You know, everybody has problems in life. Everybody has stresses. But we gotta know ourselves. And there might be times where you can handle more, and there might be times when you can handle less. You better know you, and in those times, you better be able to say, I need to cut back on some things, or I need to change some things in my life, Uh, I need to guard my heart, Uh, I wanna watch and make sure that I'm gonna be able to, to, to succeed and finish the course that God has set before me. What can I do to help my mental health? Number three, listen to godly music. Listen to godly music. I remember when I first got saved, and I'm telling you, music, I would, listen, I would listen to all the genres, acid, heavy metal. I'd listen to the pop. I'd listen to, the, uh, I'd listen to the, uh, the country western. I listened to everything that was actually music, not classical. <laughs> but no, and I remember when I got saved and went into church and music was being sung or played, People said amen, just like what was going on here a little while ago. And I was sitting there thinking, this is terrible. This is horrible. How can anybody enjoy this? You see, I had an appetite for that which was sinful. I had to develop an appetite for that which was good. You know what? I have developed over the years an appetite for the right music. And you know what it does for my soul? It lifts me. I, we're, not, we're not thinking about somebody getting high. We're not thinking about somebody cheating on their wife. We're not talking about somebody kicked somebody's dog and stole somebody's truck. Uh, we're, we're, we're honoring the Lord Jesus Christ. And you know what that does to my spirit? It raises my spirit. It gets me to think heaven or, you know what that does? That helps me. It does not depress me. You know, you and I, we are to speak to ourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in our hearts to the Lord. And that's what God wants us to do. Uh, God uh, gives us the ability uh, to, to, to uh, have some good things that will help us. Uh, number four, uh, I've got to hasten here. Number four, listen to preaching. Amen. Listen to preaching messages. You know, it's so important for us to feed our spirit. There's so much that is draining us all the time. You go back out into the world, I remember when I was a mechanic working in the world, and you know, you go into a shop and there's snap-on posters and pornography everywhere. And you'd, you'd lit, you're working in an area that cuss words, and I mean, it's just everybody talking filthy. And I, and I remember just how it would impact my spirit. And I had, I had really just to guard my mind and, and really work on that. And I, I just remember how Wednesday night would come and I just couldn't wait to be back in the house of God uh, because, man, alive, it was just a refresh. It was a refresh because my, my, uh, the spirit, just being out in the world and listening to all that was going on, uh, there was a battle that was going on for my mind. You know, we need to fill our life with the word of God. And the preaching and teaching, that will help you. Now, I'm not against somebody listening and teaching and preaching from somebody else, but God gave you a pastor right here. If you are listening to more messages outside here than what you are listening to here, you are going to get a uncertain sound. You're going to start getting a vision from someplace else. And if that's the reality, then you need to go there. And that's not an attack, and that's not that I, what I want. But the reality is, you need a unified message. You need, you need a unified message and a unified direction. God gave you a pastor, God gave you a shepherd, and the shepherd that he gave you is the one that's right here. And that's, that is important. Uh, there are so many things out on YouTube And there are great things that you can supplement with, but if you start taking too much from a different place, what you're going to find is you're going to disconnect from the very church that God has planted you at. And that's dangerous. But we need, to fill, we need to fill our mind. Listen to preaching. Uh, we, we need to make sure, 1 Corinthians 14, 8, for if the trumpet give an uncertain sound, who shall prepare himself for the battle? Uh, so, so just uh, listen to preaching. Uh, but let me encourage you. Uh, stay, stay within the, the spiritual uh, realm that God has placed you in. Number five, uh, lead yourself to think on healthy things. Lead yourself to think on healthy things. Now, I'm diabetic, and I do not like sugar-free. And it doesn't matter what you eat. As a diabetic, you can't have starches because now all of a sudden they're going to turn on you. The carbs turn to sugars and, and all of these things. It's like, what can I eat? Well, eat good don't eat. You can't eat that. Oh, you can't eat that. Oh, you can't eat that. Forget it. I'm just eating everything. And then I'll find myself in that spot. It's like, okay, I got to pull myself back. And just like we have to be mindful about what we eat physically, we also have to be mindful about what we're taking in mentally. If we're not, we can allow just so many unhealthy things to come in. Uh, Philippians 4.8, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are of uh, pure, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. God gives us a list of things that we can think on that are healthy, that will help us in our mental well-being. Number six, don't dwell on the negative. Don't dwell on the negative. It's choice. It's a decision. And if you dwell on the negative, you will become a critic. You will become a scorner you will become bitter that's the reality have you ever got yourself mad i mean just a you weren't upset at all and then maybe somebody's name came to mind or an issue came up and you started thinking on it <laughs> and pretty soon you're just fuming I mean, it's just, you're seething on the inside. You know what that other person, they don't even know you're mad. <laughs> They're doing fine. They lay their, pillow, their head on the pillow at night, and they go to sleep. And you can't sleep. Why? Because you're mad. What has happened? You are dwelling on the negative. There's negative in life. There are failures in life, there are problems in life. We can't get away from that, but we can watch what we, we uh, dwell on. Uh, we need to not dwell on the negative. Uh, James chapter uh, three, verses eight to 12. The Bible says, but the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. Therewith, bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. Uh, Out of the same mouth proceedeth blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not so to be. And just let me tell you something. We've got to guard what we are thinking on because what we think on is what's coming out. And what comes out sometimes, we will wish that we could grab it back. But we can't. It's a choice. Don't dwell on the negative. Number seven. I've got many verses here. I'm not going to go to them this morning. Number seven. Fill your mind with truth. Fill your mind with truth. John 8, 32. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. John 14, 6, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father, but by me. John 14, 17, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. John 16, 13, how when he, the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever ye shall, he shall hear, hear that shall he speak and he will show you things to come fill your mind with truth fill your mind with truth you know you open up the word of god you know what you're going to get you're going to get truth that's what we need to fill our mind with he said well what i'm upset about is true okay what's that done for you How's that helped you? It doesn't. All it does is destroy. Number eight, don't focus on your failures. We've all got them. Don't focus on your failures. You and I can render ourselves Incapable of accomplishing anything in the present, because we're always focused on the past. You know, Paul, when he said, he said, the things that were behind me. He said, looking forth unto the things that were before him, uh, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. Uh, he said, uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not thinking about the past now. Paul, when he was thinking about the past, he was was listing all the positives in his life. And he said, I can't allow my past successes to cause me not to live in my present. You know, I used to be a good Christian. That doesn't help me today. I used to serve the Lord. That doesn't help today. What we've done in the past, whether it's been a win or a loss, we can't live there. We have to focus on the here. We've got to focus on where we're at, the mistakes that we make, uh, the misunderstandings, the sins that have had in the past. Uh, Don't focus on them. Uh, Psalm 51, 1 to 4. And then lastly this morning, here I'll give you a little bit of hope. I'll close my Bible. There we go. I've still got it on my iPad though, so... Number nine, focus on the goodness and graciousness of God. You, you want to help your mental health? Focus on the Lord. God is good all the time. All the time. Burdens come, God's good. Injuries come, God is good. Health problems come, God is good. Financial problems come. God is good. And you and I, if we are going to be able to not get sidetracked and and dissuaded and the problems that the world has, if we're not going to get sidetracked, it's going to be on purpose. And if we're going to have a sound mind, a self-disciplined mind, then there are some things that we have got to be purposeful about so we can make it to the end of our race. Focus on the goodness and grace of God. Romans 5.1, therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God. John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. John uh, Romans 10, 13, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Uh, 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 11, know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. Verse number 11, and such were some of you but ye are washed, ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. And you know what he's saying? He said, listen, uh, you would not have inherited it because of your sin nature, and that's what you were, but now that's not who you are. You are washed. You are sanctified. Uh, you, are, you are cleansed. What a blessing. We have an amazing God. And you know what? He wants us to enjoy this journey that we're on. And if we don't have a sound mind, we will not enjoy the journey. There are too many people who are depressed. And I'm not attacking anybody that struggles with depression. I'm just telling you, we've gotta guard our mind. We've gotta be purposeful in what we think on because so often our mental health is the result of what we choose to focus on god says i've not given you the spirit of fear but of love and of power and of a sound mind mental health we ought to be he- have healthy minds If we do not have a healthy mind, we will not be able to stand against the evil one. We will not be able to combat the fiery darts of the wicked. If we don't have a strong or healthy mind, we won't be able to serve the Savior. We're not going to be able to meet the needs of our family. We're not going to be able to help anybody else. Because we're in a hole. Let's get out of that hole. Mental Health. Father, I pray that you'd help us this morning. Thank you for your goodness to us. I pray that you would just meet needs as only you can. You know the situation for each person. You know where we're at in our own lives. And I pray, God, that you would just give us the, the help, uh, the insight, give us the uh, the mental uh, strength to be able to uh, to think on the things that would bring a strong, uh, strong mind, a sound mind. And so bless those that are here today day you know the needs father i pray that you'd bless heads bowed eyes closed you say pastor the lord spoke to my heart this morning there's some things that i need to make some changes on there's some things that i'm doing that is impacting my mental health you say pastor the lord put his finger on some things in my life i'm gonna i'm gonna deal with those i'm gonna deal with this i'm making some changes pastor that's me this morning just slip your hand up praise the lord praise the lord praise the lord You know, decisions that we make. It can't just be knowledge that we take in. We have to do something with it. If the Lord put his finger on something in your life, let's deal with that this morning. Let's stand together. The instruments are playing. If the Lord spoke to your heart, uh, you come. You come. Maybe you're here this morning and you don't know Christ as your personal Savior. Let me encourage you to come. The pastors are down front. We'll have someone take the Bible and show you what God has to say about you going to heaven. I, I know. Well, mental health. I don't want to step out into the, the altar right now. I don't want to come forward right now. Uh, whatever decision God put his finger on, do something about it. Do something about it. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed our service. If you would like to hear more, visit our website at bbc4me.org. That's bbc, the number 4, me.org. May God bless you.